Welcome to Poptopia. Welcome to Poptopia, your podcast for all things pop culture. I'm your host, Paul French, and it is Monday, September 25th, 2006. And on today's show, I hate to say I told you so, but there's something I told you, and it turns out it's so. We're also going to talk some TV, and I'm going to tell you. I'm going to save you some money. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, so first off, I don't like to say I told you so. But as I said, there is something I told you, and it turns out to be so. Um, A couple of weeks back, I talked about how um, it looked like the stay at uh, Saturday Night Live would be short for a couple of people, uh, specifically Horatio Sands and Chris Parnell, uh, due to a lot of budget cuts that were going on over at the network. And really what it comes down to was they were given a choice. You can either have fewer shows or fewer people. And so Lorne Michaels chose the latter. So... Horatio Sands and Chris Parnell are out. They're gone. And uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, well, Sands, really all he did was crack up during other people's sketches. And I think he had his funny moments. But, uh, you know, he was by no means a marquee player. Um, you know, he... he it was certainly no no Farley, you know, or that, or and, and definitely no Belushi. Um, anyway, Seth Meyers is getting a little promotion though. He's going to be getting the weekend update gig. He's going to replace Tina Fey. Uh, Tina Fey, of course, has left to do her show uh, Thirty Rock, um, also taking with her uh, Rachel Dratch, fellow cast member, and uh, so Seth Meyers is going to be going over to uh, to work the weekend update with Amy Poehler. And uh, it's his fifth season on the show. And not only is he replacing her on the fake news anchor desk, but he's also going to be uh, one of the show's head writers. And, of course, uh, uh, Tina Fey was head writer for quite some time. Uh, so they're going to have 11 cast members, and that's down from 16. Uh, of course, I already said what's going on with uh, Tina Fey and Rachel Dratch. Chris Parnell and Horatio Sands, and also three-year cast member Finesse Mitchell will not be returning. Um, it turns Parnell and Sands, they were there for nine years each. I mean, they, they joined in 97. Anyway, the, so the stripped-down cast was given... Uh, really, the whole idea, like I say, was need to cut costs, and and NBC was uh, was saying, you know, we can only make uh, so much here, and they gave Michaels his choice, and he made his choice. Uh, Michaels said that uh, the show, like a garden that gets overgrown, at a certain point needed to be pruned. We've done it at six or seven points in the past, and you get a bulge in the budget. So uh, there you go. That's the uh, that's the scoop. So let's talk a little bit about uh, some TV. Uh, new season, of course, has started, so I'm going to tell you about some of the shows I've been watching. Uh, tonight, of course, Heroes starts on NBC, and I'm really looking forward to that, and uh, I'll let you know my thoughts on it afterward. Uh, so what else is on on Mondays? Well, there's Prison Break and Vanished. Prison Break has had an interesting start to the season. Um, same kind of thing. It's always... Uh, uh, you know, high adrenaline, a lot of stuff going on, and uh, there's some kind of insurmountable, how are they going to get out of this kind of thing? And it gets a little bit tired at times. Um, you know, because you get to the point where it's like, come on, how many of these little things can come up where it's just, where, where these, these little obstacles that are really so huge when you get down to it? And... Um, but it's still fun, and, and and although it stretches credibility so often, um, it, it <laughs> it's just fun to watch, and and so so I mean it's a tired formula, but they're doing it well. I just hope they can break out of that formula so it doesn't sort of become the same thing, you know, like. Uh, you know, so so it's uh, it's not you know oh this is the prison break where where there's a, a little uh, thing that goes wrong that's going to screw all up uh, screw up all their plans, you know, kind of like oh it's the episode of Three's Company where there's a misunderstanding, 
and uh vanished has uh, has has started out pretty interestingly uh you know they've got the whole um season long uh mystery and so you've got the senator's wife has disappeared and uh, they've been doing a really good job of keeping that interesting and i, I hear there's some big changes up ahead uh in the, in the very near future uh Eddie Sibrian's supposed to be joining the cast and so that should be interesting and oh actually another thing about prison break that i forgot to mention is bill fickner is just Kicking ass on this show, and uh, and and they really needed uh, a decent foil for uh, for the the guys. Uh, last time it was just basically the fact that they were locked up, and you had these um, you know sort of these meatheads who basically had control over them, uh, and that's that's how they they kind of kept them uh, kept them beat. But this time they got they're out on the run, and they got someone who's who's just as smart as them uh, going after them. So it's really interesting. Now with vanished, uh, getting back to that, see so a little twist around um really what you've got there is is an interesting thing with all of the uh the all of the fbi agents all the feds sort of getting together on this uh on this case and again you're getting little red herrings showing up and taking you down a certain path and then things taking you down up another path and uh it very much follows that prison break formula although um you know, it's kind of not as amped up as far as the, uh, you know, this little thing is going to screw up all our plans. Uh, you know, there's little things that have taken the, the investigation in different directions and have, have stalemated the, vest, the investigation, and, you know, there's always another clue. But they've done a really neat thing as far as having um, other agents basically do a little story wrap-up at the end. So here's what we found out, and uh, so they do a really good job of handling that exposition. So it's a fun show. Most importantly, Studio 60 uh, caught the premiere last week. Um, just fantastic. I mean, everything I had hoped for from an Aaron Sorkin show, um, lots of great dialogue, um, you know, and, uh, and, uh, definitely, uh, Sorkin getting his, uh, point of view out about network TV. Caught the second episode last night because, uh, here in Canada they air the, uh, they air the show on Sunday nights as well. And, um, and, uh, Fantastic. I, I mean, this is a really well written show, and um, you know, well acted. Everything about it is is great, and which means it's it's doomed. It's doomed, I tell you. Uh, ratings for the first week weren't great. Um, it held on to its lead in, but uh, but they, it, it didn't win the night. Um, and for something that was hyped as sort of the big show, and as I mentioned uh, many times, uh, NBC paid a lot for it. They're gonna be really watching closely on this. But that said, what else have they got? And uh, and I think it's just going to be great when we've got that little one-two punch on NBC on Mondays of Heroes and then Studio 60. Um, I think they're appealing to different audiences, but um, I think both audiences will find something to enjoy on the show. Another one I checked out was Kidnapped on Tuesday. Uh, kidnapped, you know, Kidnapped and Vanished, you got kind of the same thing going on, but they went a different way with it. Um, on Kidnapped, you have uh, Jeremy Sisto, who we remember from Six Feet Under, Delroy Lindo, and uh, they, they're basically the investigators on this case. Um, uh, Sisto is the freelance uh, kidnapping retrieval operative, and uh, Lindo is the I-was-about-to-retire FBI agent. And uh, playing the parents of the kidnapped child, you have Timothy Hutton and Anna Delaney. And so great performances all around. The premiere was was quite engrossing, and I, I really was kind of... You know, I'm, I'm already watching Vanished. I thought, is this going to sort of spoil the premise for me? Because it's going to be all the same kind of thing. But there's enough differences that make it interesting. And also, you got Michael T. Williamson, you know, Bubba from uh, from Forrest Gump, 
or guy from Boomtown. He was also uh, in the remake of uh, of the Fugitive a couple years ago, and I think he's always great. And so he's in it as well. So you got a really solid cast in this. Um, and uh, and it started off really interesting. We'll see how it goes into uh, into subsequent episodes. On Wednesdays, Jericho, Skeet Ulrich. I gotta say, I was looking at this thing, and it's like Skeet Ulrich, Gerald McCraney. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not into this at all. But I did end up catching the uh, the episode on Wednesday. Uh, basically, uh, Skeet Ulrich is sort of the prodigal son, returns to his hometown and um, of Jericho, and uh, he gets there just as a disaster is happening outside of the town. And you see the big mushroom cloud, and you hear about explosions in other in other places. You know, there's one in Atlanta, there's one uh, in Denver. Uh, Jericho is supposed to be in Colorado, and so they don't know if they're the only town left. It has a little bit of that lost element to it, but reminds me most of Invasion from last year, and uh, just in that there's some kind of disaster and everybody is is stuck in town um, reacting to that disaster. And so the first episode was really good, as I say, and, and so it should be. You know what? So it should be. Uh, so again, we'll see how it, how it goes in subsequent, but they, they got me, uh, at least for the one, and we'll see how this goes. Of course, uh, time slot wise, I think this one might be up against Lost, so, uh, eh, I'm gonna be doing some, uh, some time sharing and some taping. On Thursdays, um, new shows last week were ER, Shark, and Six Degrees, um, and I'm gonna address each of those. First of all, ER. Here's a show that really, I think, should have been put out to pasture a long time ago. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's never gonna be as good as it was ten years ago. Um, really because they not only have recycled a lot of plot lines, but as I've said countless times, they've recycled a lot of characters. You know, you always have sort of the, um, you know, more tyranny was the new Hathaway, now she's kind of the new Lewis. And, uh, Goran Vizhnik has always been the new Clooney. And, uh, and so I can't help but refer to the characters this way. You know, oh, that's new Clooney. Oh, here's new Carter. And, uh, and that kind of thing. And although, um, Goran Vishnik has sort of evolved into into like a hybrid of of new Clooney and new Green, and and so that said, every now and then they pull out a great episode, you know. And for all of the ones that I that I skip, and I mean, let's face it, the main reason I watch this show is loyalty. You know, I've been watching it since day one, and uh, and so I watch it kind of out of loyalty. You know, it's like oh, ER's on, I gotta watch it, must watch ER, and. Uh, I don't know that the show's writing has really necessarily uh, been up to that, up to that standard. Well, the season ender last year ended with a big, uh, big sort of cliffhanger, and it's you know a big shootout at the uh, at, at, in the in the in the ER and the kidnapping and the whole bit, and uh, continued that story, and, and I thought really did a really really good job of it. Uh, you have finally had um, something, some meat for uh, Linda Cardellini to sink her teeth into, and also more tyranny. They both had a couple of really heavy heavy prop plot lines in this episode, and it's a nice change. I gotta say, and uh, and I hope they can keep it up. And but mainly, what I hope is that we have no more little trips to Africa with with Carter or anyone. I I gotta say, those are the things I've hated over the last few years. Is when they take off, you know, and 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 actually, I can say that of any of the seasons of ER, you know, where they take off out of the hospital. And I know, like they like to do it for change of pace. You know, here we are in Africa. Here we are in. Uh, 
you know, some uh, hick town, and and you got the doctor out there, and they got to help people and all that kind of stuff. Uh, those ones just bore me to tears, and. Um, and I really think that this one, you know, you kind of end up with with it being sort of like a CSI thing where it's like, I don't really care what's going on outside of here. Just show me the meat of it. Uh, show me what I want to see. Um, I, I mentioned the three shows. The, uh, there's two other shows that started this past Thursday, and that's My Name is Earl and um, The Office. Uh, the Office premiere I thought was fantastic. Uh, they did a lot of stuff with uh, with Jim having uh, having transferred and uh, sort of the uh, uh, sort of taking another look at, at how they um, they play that whole. F- documentary thing and I thought there was some really great stuff in here as that uh, that were pulled off by both uh, uh, John Krasinski who plays Jim and Jenna Fisher who plays Pam and uh, just some great great little moments and and you can just see how much the characters really really miss each other so it's just fantastic so uh the office great uh my name is earl was a good episode it was a solid my name is earl episode and and i kind of like that i kind of like that consistency you know you know what you're gonna get you know you're gonna get something pretty funny um nothing spectacular nothing too different but that's what it was uh shark james woods plays a uh former district attorney um or sorry a former defense attorney who joins the DA's office, and it was okay. You know, typical legal stuff. Uh, parts of it reminded me of Nash Bridges, and that's not saying a good thing, is it? Um, but yeah, it's okay. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll be watching it in the future, though. Um, you know, Jerry Ryan's character was kind of dull. Um, yeah, so so it is what it is. Um, you know, maybe I'll check another one out, and uh, maybe they'll grab me. I don't know. Six degrees wasn't as bad as I was expecting. I had been set up for a lot of disappointment there, but I've got to say, a lot of it was really, really dull. So they're going to really have to get into some some serious either character development or some serious plot development because it was a pretty dull show and uh, definitely needs to uh, to have something a little more interesting to grab people. Um, and uh, you know, the six degree premise uh, that's going to get old real real quick. And uh, so that's the scoop on that. I think, uh, you know, talking to Michael O'D about it, I think that um, uh, I was uh, set up to, to really um, to really dislike the, the, the show anyway. And uh, it, I wasn't proven too wrong. But there were some elements that I, did, I didn't mind. Anyway, I promised I'd save you some money. Here's how I'm going to save you some money. Don't see the Black Dahlia. Just horrible. Went to see it on uh, Saturday night, and uh, and I was really wanting to like this because I'm a big fan of the story of the Black Dahlia. I've read the James Elroy novel. I remember the TV movie with Lucy Arnaz when I was a kid and seeing that, and it just absolutely engrossed me about the case. But if the movie could actually get to the case, that would be great. It doesn't even get there for about an hour. And honestly, I could care less about the two detectives who were handling the case, as played by Aaron Eckhart and Josh Hartnett. And poor performances all around. Scarlett Johansson seems as though she's in a Saturday Night Live sketch playing someone from the 40s, and it's just terrible. Save your money. There you go. Comments, as always, are welcome at poptopiapodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much, and have a great week.